You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Deborah Beal with Tad Williams. She's written The Dragons of Ordinary Farm. Thank you for joining me, Deborah. Oh, my pleasure. Deborah, what led you to uh, collaborate with your husband? That seems terrifying and maybe potentially uh, maritally uh, in, it was in ill-advised. All of the above. Um, what led us to collaborate? We uh, dreamed up a story together, basically, and it just sort of somehow happened. I think all collaborations must be extremely difficult to pull off because actually melding two imaginations proved extremely difficult. I used to, I was a book publisher for about 15 years and I used to wonder why more people didn't collaborate and why I couldn't go out as a publisher and commission writers to collaborate. I'd have, I'd have ideas and I'd, I'd think, oh, I'd like to put this person with that person. And they seemed terrifically commercial ideas, but, but people by and large weren't, weren't very keen. And I think I've learned why now. It is a very, very difficult job of work. Somehow it gets done. Now, you've spent a lot of time here in Northern California, a lot of time in London. Just talk a little bit about uh, going back and forth from London to the U.S. and how that, you know, affects you. Were, did you work in the publishing industry in London? Yes, I did. Yes. And, and so you were employed in London, living halfway between these places. How was that? It sounds. Pretty oh, fun. it was fab. Oh, it was totally fab. <laughs> um, it was it was a, a, a wonderful thing, and. Um, I specialized in science fiction and fantasy, not, I am sorry to say, because I grew up reading it. Um, I really came to it um, fairly late in life. I specialized in it for two reasons. First of all, I just fell in love with it. I think uh, the, the first few things that I read were Lucia Shepard, Life During Wartime. Oh, man, I remember reading that. Oh, yeah. It blew the top off my head. Mm-hmm. And, um, it came back down again, though. It, it, it did, but not for about six months. <laughs> and then the second one that I read in, in a very, very short order of, of time was uh, Speaker for the Dead, which I thought was Orson Scott Card. Mm-hmm. And I had the great pleasure, ultimately, of publishing and I could not believe the quality of writing in the field. I had come from a very wide publishing background. I had published fiction and non-fiction, and I'd been working with literary fiction as well um, at Pan Books. And so you're I, a Pam Macmillan, eh? Yes, I was. I, I was uh, yes. until recently. Uh, no, 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 no. This is this was uh, in the eighties and nineties, but uh, I was there during a golden era, which was when Sonny Meta headed up the company. He's mm. the head of Knopf now, mm. and um, he published um, Robert Silver, uh, Bob Silverberg's Magipore Chronicles. Mm. I just could not believe it. 
was so exciting to me. I, I thought, like very many people, that I was going to go into uh, book publishing because I wanted to publish literary fiction. And reading a tremendous amount of literary fiction submissions taught me that that's actually... The, the easiest thing in the world, I think, is to write a, a poor literary novel. The, the kitchen window epiphany. It was totally an epiphany. <laughs> and, um, and then all, and so I was, I was like, I was given the chance to um, build a list, which was called Legend Books. Legend Books, that's legendary. Um, Boy, I used to buy those little legend novellas. Yes, they, oh, I, they're mine. Really? I commissioned, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God, I love those. I, I compulsively collected those. Oh, I have a whole you, shelf you, of those. Oh, Great oh, bear heads. Yes, I had the paperback yes. and the hardcover Michael version. Swan Wick. Wick. Yeah. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, oh, it was uh, City of Truth. Oh, what's his that face? That James Morrow. James Morrow. What a, Absolutely oh, tremendous. Oh, man. And there was a Lucia Shepard in there, too. Yes, Calimantan. Calimantan. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Well, that's... Um, and Tad is um, his novella... Uh, which, you know, I commissioned in the same period of time when we were merely, you know, sort of publisher and, and author. Uh, uh, his his novella is, was um, Caliban's Hour. Oh, right, right, yeah. Shakespearean, um, his Shakespearean fantasy, fantasy yes. Yeah. And he's going to be reading from that a little later. Oh, good, good, good. That's I'm really... That's anyway, so I was given that chance. And, um, and then all of a sudden, uh, which brings us back to your question... I, it struck me that I had to go to America because of all of the science fiction and fantasy conventions. And I was so happy. I, <laughs> I, I never looked back. That sounds great. I've been speaking with Deborah Beale. Her new book with Tad Williams is The Dragons of Ordinary Farm. And The Secrets of Ordinary Farm, which is uh, published um, at the end of August 2011. Wow, that sounds great. Thank you for joining me, Deborah. Thank you. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.